Hello again, everyone, and Happy New Year. This is Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry, and you're listening to the first episode of 2021 of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. I hope everyone's year is off to a healthy and wonderful start. Overall, this episode is number 51, recorded on Wednesday, January 6th, 2021, from Citizen Square in downtown Fort Wayne. Now, you know it's been a few weeks since we last recorded a podcast, so I'm eager and excited to be back and be able to speak with all of you. Now, normally on this show, we talk with community leaders or someone who's making a positive difference in our city. But today, I wanted to talk to you one-on-one and discuss some of the positive things that happened in Fort Wayne in 2020 and why we are excited about 2021. So, let's get started. Now, as mayor, I look at about six different areas of concentration. There are six huge areas in our community as far as operations that take up most of my attention. So I wanted to spend a little time in each one of those areas. First, the area that most of you have said is the primary area of concern, and that is public safety. You want to go to bed at night with some comfort level knowing that someone is out there taking care of you. So I wanted to spend a few minutes on our police and fire department. First, uh, in the police department, we did graduate the 65th basic recruit class uh, in 2020. And as a result, we put 17 new officers on the street. We're now up to about right around 485 police officers in our city. And if you run the numbers, run the stats, uh, we're in pretty good shape in comparison to other communities. I know the chief and I have talked on occasion about maybe adding a few more officers, but uh, right now we seem to be seem to be in pretty good shape. So I'm real happy with the amount of officers that we have out uh, out there taking care of of you and your and your neighbors. Now, the good news is, in 2020, overall crime in in our city was down. I think it was down about 13%. So that's the good news. The bad news is our violent crime was up. Uh, We did have uh, some more homicides this year, uh, excuse me, in 2020 than than normal. We did have some increase in in domestic violence. Uh, So violent crime overall was up. So the first thing that the chief and I did was check statistically where other communities are and how they were doing. Well, they were doing, in most cases, uh, worse than we did. Uh, In some cases, some cities are just a a phenomenal uh, statistic as far as the amount of uh, the violent crimes that were being committed in, in their cities. I won't go into the names of the cities, but we have some communities out there that have some really difficult struggles right now. Now, even though our crime was, was uh, violent crime was up, I can tell you that even with that adjustment, our city is extremely safe. You may have recently read about our, our detective bureau, it was in the paper, and there were some other uh, media that had picked up what our detective bureau was doing. And we have about a dozen men and women who have just been a, uh, done a phenomenal job. As a matter of fact, over 80% 
of violent crimes in our community are um, picked up and, and uh, uh, the individuals are perpetrators and taken to court. So we have a, a tremendous clearance rate by our, our police officers. So you can rest assured that we have a, a tremendous force doing a, a tremendous job for all of you. Uh, in our fire department, uh, most of their job now is managing the effects of, of COVID-19 and continuing to meet the needs of the public from an educational perspective. Uh, obviously, we have uh, experienced a, a number of fires in our community, but again, the response time has been phenomenal. Uh, and not only uh, have they been able to address uh, burning structures in our community, but they've also been able to address the, those fires that were a result of arson. And in a lot of cases, they've been able to uh, take care of uh, citizens who were, uh, in many cases, victims of fires, to be able to get them out of those structures. So we continue to have a tremendous fire department. Also, we have a, a new uh, live uh, burn training facility, which again helps them continue to train in their areas of expertise. So our public safety division continues to be absolutely the, the best around. We can all be extremely proud of our police officers, firefighters, and EMTs. They just do a, a tremendous job. The second area of concentration, uh, besides public safety, is economic development. How are we doing as far as attracting new jobs and continuing to help those companies in our town uh, grow and, uh, and decide ultimately to stay here? Uh, probably the biggest area of concentration in 2020 was electric works. As many of you know, it's been a long, long road to put the, uh, the GE plant together in order to have it further developed to truly offer the Electric Works initiative. We were talking ultimately about $280 million of investment on the uh, west side of the campus. Uh, they wanted about $65 million of public money from the city and the county. And our redevelopment commission and others took a significant amount of time to make sure that they were comfortable with what was going to be done there in order to uh, sign off on the release of that $65 million. I do not fault them for that. I think they were doing uh, a, a tremendous job as far as due diligence and practicing their uh, fiduciary responsibility. Uh, so I commend them for that. And in, uh, in September, October, everything was finished and signed off. And as of right now, all the public money, the city, the county, uh, the state, uh, the federal money, it's all been uh, approved and in many cases released. So now the private sector, uh, RTM Ventures, who are the developers for that, they're in the process now of finishing up all of the private uh, acquiring of money and once that's done they'll start construction and I understand that it uh, will take about two two and a half years to get it all put into place and at that time companies will begin uh, to move in and electric works the, the electric works initiative uh, will begin so very proud about that uh, also uh, at the same time we spent about 28 million dollars in our neighborhoods 
Uh, many, many neighborhoods in our community were touched in one way or another, either with uh, concrete streets, asphalt streets, uh, curbing, uh, trip hazards on sidewalks, uh, street lights. There was just a tremendous amount of work done through our community. And I'm going to venture to say that over the past two or three years, almost every neighborhood in Fort Wayne in one way or another was touched. Now, we're not done yet. We've got $20-some million set aside for 2021. But in 2020, uh, our Public Works Division did a tremendous job. Uh, besides that, they completed uh, the State Boulevard uh, project, uh, where they took the curve out of uh, State Street from Wells to uh, uh, East to Northside High School. And if you haven't been down that stretch, it's absolutely beautiful. And they built a, a trail over the top of State Street, or the Pufferbelly Trail, so you could continue to walk or jog or ride bicycles uh, all the way down to, to downtown if you want. But uh, uh, it took a little while, but it was really a tremendous addition to that area of town. And if you continue west, uh, you can take the curve off of State Street onto Goshen Road, and down at Goshen and Sherman Boulevard is a brand new roundabout, and I received nothing but compliments as far as that roundabout. As a matter of fact, I use it myself pretty frequently, and it is uh, an asset that really uh, makes Fort Wayne stand out as far as all the people that come into our city from uh, or on Goshen Road, which is Highway 30, uh, from Columbia City and from Warsaw and Plymouth and so on. Uh, and everybody who comes into that area to go to Franke Park, uh, they go through that roundabout. And again, I've received nothing but compliments to our Public Works Division as far as putting that uh, roundabout together. So overall, in the past seven years, our city has invested about $200 million in neighborhood infrastructure enhancements. And uh, I can't be prouder of all of those men and women who work in the Public Works Division. They have really helped Fort Wayne stand out as a, as a community that offers a quality of life as far as infrastructure. It, uh, it's, been, it's been wonderful. Uh, a third area that we mayors look at uh, are downtowns. You know, we've we as a city decided about 10 or 12 years ago, about the time I became mayor, that we were going to turn our downtown into a showcase. We were going to turn our downtown into an area where people would be uh, excited about going to. So we have spent uh, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort, created a number of partnerships in order to make that happen. And our downtown right now is a vibrant, exciting area to go to. There's a tremendous amount of momentum. We've expanded our entertainment districts, our theater districts, our banking centers. Uh, and I can go on and on about those who have decided to invest in our downtown to make Fort Wayne just a little bit better place to live. And to give you some examples, uh, in April, they're going to be opening up the new Bradley Hotel, which is our, our first hotel of its kind, to have a boutique hotel in downtown Fort Wayne uh, to be able to offer something a little, bit, um, a little bit more special than some of the other housing offerings, I think, again, will provide those companies that 
bring executives into town or bring special guests into town with a uh, with kind of a special place to stay. And again, that's going to be opening up in uh, the latter part of March or early April. Also, if you haven't been to the landing, uh, we finished up the landing uh, this, this past year, and uh, it has so much to offer, not only as far as housing options with little balconies that come out and overlook the landing, but all kinds of, uh, again, hospitality offerings from little breweries to, to restaurants to bakeries uh, it is, uh, to boutiques. Uh, it's, it's really something to behold, and uh, our traffic flow is limited so uh, on, on the landing, so if, if you want to walk back and forth across the street, in most cases you'll be able to very comfortably and not worry about vehicular traffic. Uh, in about uh, two or three weeks or towards the end of January, we'll be starting construction on the Ashbury project. The Ashbury is the building right next to the old metro building, uh, the, Ash, uh, the Ash building. Uh, it's in between Barrie and Main Street. It's going to be a mixed-use development, and what that means uh, is that they will, there will be uh, office buildings in there as well as a parking garage and some retail offerings. So uh, it's going to expand some of the parking opportunities for downtown, but at the same time offer uh, a business or businesses uh, some additional offer, uh, office space for them, and then again some additional retail offerings. But they're going to be breaking ground towards the latter part of January. Uh, also, uh, if you've been on, on the western part of downtown, you've seen the progress of the new uh, Lutheran Hospital in downtown Fort Wayne. It's right next to the old St. Joe Hospital, and that's moving along. I don't have a an estimated time of finishing it, but uh, it appears to me that it'll probably be finished uh, this year. Uh, my guess is probably uh, late summer, uh, early fall, and again, that's kind of speculation on my part, but uh, it's just to watch the progress being made now is, is phenomenal, but that'll be a brand new healthcare offering uh, in downtown Fort Wayne. The uh, also, uh, in the, a month or two, they'll be breaking ground on the new promenade at the riverfront, and that's the new mixed use uh, right next to Promenade Park, right on Harrison Street. Right now, it's a huge parking lot. Uh, that's going to be converted uh, to, again, retail offerings, uh, apartments, and office space. Uh, and that's going to be probably a two year project as far as building and uh, it's going to be a phenomenal offering right next to Promenade Park. Now if you're worried about parking, since many of you park there when you visit Promenade Park, there is going to be some additional surface lot parking right across the street down where the rescue mission is now. Uh, there are several parking lots uh, you can park there and then just walk across Superior Street to Promenade. So we're trying to make some uh, adjustments for that. Uh, so we have a lot going on in downtown Fort Wayne right now, uh, and it looks like it's going to continue. So we're very excited about that. The uh, I wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, uh, our parks. In uh, uh, in 2020, we invested about three million dollars in our park system. You know, we have about a hundred parks, and 
55 projects in those 100 parks happened in, in 2020. Uh, the, and almost every park, again, was touched in one way or another. Some of it was just regular maintenance, and in some cases we had some new offerings that were put uh, in place. And I think in 2021, we're really going to take a look at some of our larger parks, particularly Franke Park. Franke Park is becoming more and more popular because of some of the amenities that we've put at that park. And uh, uh, I think we're going to spend a little bit more money at Franke Park to continue to take care of one of our larger parks. And uh, if you had a chance to go through our park, uh, through Franke Park recently and saw the uh, the lights that were put up for Blue Jacket, uh, it was a, they've done a tremendous job. And only a park like Franke Park could really accommodate that type of offering. So we're um, we're very excited about uh, what's going to continue to be a, a true asset of our community as far as adding to the quality of life, and that that is our our park system. The uh, our city utilities, you know, we're uh, which is is another area. Our city utilities division has won one award after another after another, and we continue to have some of the best tasting water in the country and, quite frankly, some of the best water, period. If you've been to other communities, you know how lucky we are to have uh, the water that we do have. And fortunately, we take it from the river, so they're pretty constant flow. Our big uh, effort in 2020, though, was to continue with our deep rock tunnel. Our deep rock tunnel is about 200 and some feet underground. Uh, it's about 20 to 30 feet in diameter, and it's going to run about five miles. And right now, they're at about the three-mile mark. And what it's going to be able to do is to accommodate us in bringing a lot of the sanitary sewer uh, water through the pipe system so it can get to the filtration plant to clean it before it goes into the river. Our goal is to reduce raw sewage and other types of dirty water going into our river by about one billion gallons a year. Uh, we feel we owe that to our environment. We certainly owe it to uh, the next generation to make sure that uh, uh, we, um, we take care of our, our children and our, our children's children. Uh, you know, that's a number of areas that I concentrate on that we mayors concentrate on, and we're not we're not done yet. In fact, uh, uh, one of the things uh, we've decided to concentrate a little bit on in 2020, and it'll be carrying on to 2021, is is to address some of the other uh, vulnerable areas that uh, we were faced with in in uh, 2020. Obviously, COVID-19 has had a significant effect on our community, and we're working with our health care providers to keep you educated uh, as, uh, as much as we can as far as the current status of the, uh, of the virus in our community. Uh, many of you know that we have begun the inoculation process. We've started off with health care professionals, particularly those who come in regular contact with COVID patients. Uh, and so it's physicians, nurses, uh, therapists, and so on in hospital settings. And I believe the next phase is going into public 
safety personnel, uh, police officers, firefighters, and in nursing homes as far as patients over the age of 80 or 85. But we take a lot of our direction from the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. They've come up with some suggestions, and I believe our Board of Health is following those for the most part, and we'll see how that works out. Our hope is that uh, by spring, we will be in a, an environment where regular vaccines are being set up for the general public. And it's going to take a while to get up through everybody, but uh, our goal uh, is to try to have most of our citizens uh, in a position where we can begin a regular flow of vaccines by, by spring. So we'll, again, we'll work on that particular goal. You know, unfortunately, last May and June, we did experience some social unrest in Fort Wayne. We did uh, put together a commission on police reform and racial justice, uh, and that committee has been working on a regular basis, meeting on a regular basis. They have come up with some recommendations that they're going to be presenting to me uh, pretty soon, and uh, we'll be sitting down and going through all of those and determining which recommendations are the most appropriate ones to put into place now, uh, which ones might take a while. Uh, but the whole idea is to, again, uh, make sure that our police department is, uh, is practicing uh, the best possible measures that they can in order to keep peace in our community. And also, uh, what type of racial injustice is taking place in Fort Wayne and how do, how do we address that? Uh, but we also have some other programs that are, that are sometimes hidden in our community but extremely effective. Uh, for instance, Fort Wayne United and the Ten Point Coalition. The Ten Point Coalition has been working primarily in the Oxford area. I know they're talking about expanding into other neighborhoods, and I could not be more proud of the, of the work that they've done. Uh, also, our, our United Front Initiative, which is an educational program, uh, which, again, uh, tries to make sure that we all increase our sensitivity to those in our community who uh, have been affected through discrimination, segregation, and the like. So as you can see, we've been extremely busy in the city of Fort Wayne, but I wanted to spend a few minutes just to update you on the, again, six or seven areas that we mayors look at on a regular basis. I want to keep you updated on how my staff and I are trying to address all those issues. I can't say enough about all the citizens of Fort Wayne, how you have responded to a number of the challenges that Fort Wayne has faced in 2020. It was a difficult year. We all pray that 2021 will uh, relieve some of the anxiety that we, uh, that we experienced in 2020. I think we see light at the end of the tunnel. It's going to take a while, so I'm asking you to stay patient, continue to follow the protocols that... Uh, all of these scientists and medical personnel have asked us to do for the time being, continue to mask up, uh, continue to, to practice social distancing as best you can, continue to practice personal hygiene. Uh, for right now, that's what we need to do to make sure that our community stays as healthy as possible. Well, with that, that's all the time we have for today. So on behalf of my administration and the city council, Thank you to all of you for making our city the best that it can be. 
Undoubtedly, we will face challenges, but by working together and believing in one another and staying positive, you know we can accomplish just about anything. I'm excited for what's in store for Fort Wayne now and into our future. So stay together. Let's keep our momentum going. This is Mayor Tom Henry, and we'll see you again soon.